I tried to call him the other night, and he said he'd call me back, and then he just never... I was up till, like, 3 in the morning waiting for him to call me back, and the phone, the phone never rang. <laughs> oh, dude, don't stay dude. up till 3 a.m. for that call. He won't dude, call back. It makes me sad. When you, here we are. I'm using this as the cold open. Oh. Yes. 3 a.m. That's late, dude. Uh, yeah, 3 a.m. is late. I was, just, I was just about to start singing that, but then I felt bad. I was like, <laughs> better not... <laughs> Go on the internet, watch TV, read newspapers. I hate this place, a geographical oddity. Two weeks from everywhere. No television. Bye. What do you do? You know, I'm somebody of a scientist myself. You must have had on some really nice pants. Okay, here we go. Welcome back to another episode of Loose Concept. This is the 20th episode of the loosest conceptual movie podcast on the internet. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, 20 episodes in. My name is still Elijah Smith, and joining me tonight from across the internet airwaves, we have the dawn of doing content, the chief of chopping it up with the boys, the one and only Sean Mackie. Oh, dude, they get better and better and better. I need to start putting these on my resume. Took took the week off last week for uh, for vacation, but I'm back. Back in the, the uh, title game. Back. Back dropping bars on the dude, boys. They, just the creative juices. They were they were forming last week at, at Jersey Shore. Or undisclosed beach location. Second half of vacation, I was just sitting there on the beach just stewing, just mulling these... Uh, these titles in my yeah, head. Yeah, I could feel I could feel it. With your moleskin and a golf pencil just sitting there. Yeah, the pod ah, yes. telepathy it's was brewing. Gazing off into the sea. Under the pastel-colored skies. Sounds glorious. like Ernest Hemingway. That's me. I'm the Ernest Hemingway of this podcast. Many people, many people are saying that. <laughs> yeah, I've heard Also that. joining us from across the internet, live from... An undisclosed location in New York. We have the minister of mind-blowing musings, El Jefe of hot takes, the one and only Rudy Rudolph. Yo, twentieth episode, boys. Just want to give a quick shout out to you and to us. Twenty episodes. Shouts to us. Yes. Shouts to us. I don't know that I've ever done anything for twenty weeks straight. Definitely never, <laughs> never followed a diet for twenty weeks straight. Clearly, never. I don't know. Never followed a workout program. This is really impressive, and I'm proud That's of us. That's a good us. point. Yeah, we need to like celebrate. 20 weeks. It's the, account- the accountability, dog. It's the accountability. Accountability, yeah. yeah we need to pop some, uh, uh, what's bottles. that? Pop some bottles, yeah, and uh, celebrate <laughs> over the, some digital bottles. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> Popping digital loose bottles. Yeah, dude. It's, it's a big achievement. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of podcasts you know, fail in the first three episodes. <laughs> So. There were a lot of haters. There were a lot of doubters along the way. Just said we couldn't. Said we couldn't make it. Said we couldn't record twenty straight episodes of a podcast. But here we are, the twentieth episode. Here we are the long-awaited twentieth episode. Later on in this episode, we're going to be breaking down three lists of three differing opinion lists of the uh, the top twenty movies of all time, and uh, it's going to be up to you, our dear dear listeners. To decide which are the most accurate, who hit the nail on the head the most. It's probably going to be uh, Rudy yep. because he's a centrist. Mm-hmm. 
Vote for everybody me. knows he's the moderate of the group. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows centrists win elections. Yeah, if you like Bonnie Vare, you're gonna like Sean's picks. If you like, uh, if you like, if you like Bon Iver, you're gonna like my picks. Yeah, <laughs> if you like Bon Iver, you're gonna like Elijah's picks. Yeah. So you asked what we were up to. Uh, I was just uh, in the great state of Long Island. The great state of Long Island. Visiting my uncle for his uh, birthday, and it was great because Uncle Christian. Uncle Christian, yeah, friend of the pod. Oh wow! And uh, boy, shout out Uncle all, Christian. They were all chopping it up about movies, the, their favorite movie, breaking it down, and it was like a live episode of Loose Concept. It was. Let's go. It was just legendary. Oh, dude. What was the what was the general consensus greatest movie of all time Ooh. amongst the, that crew? They're big like National Lampoon. It's got to be a Godfather movie. Godfather's up there. They're big okay. uh, National Lampoon yeah. guys. So they're big into like Vacation, Animal okay. House, Christmas Vacation. Yeah. And uh, what was <laughs> I, nice. I don't know if there's like a consensus best. It's, of course, it's like, that's not the best one. Like, ah, oh, come on. What do you know? What are you talking about? Like, it's much more... <laughs> There's a lot of aggression going on. Are we going to get some new fans in Long Island? Dude, we're going to get like three or four new fans in Long Island, yes. Yes. Uncle I Christian, the turn, word, if you're man. listening, turn the pod down for just like 20 seconds. I'm about to, to drop a fact on the people. Never seen any National Lampoon anything movies. Wow. No Christmas vacation, no summer vacation. Oh, wow. So that's a little spoiler, little spoiler alert for what's not going to be appearing yeah. on my top twenty list. A little uh, tease: there is a lot National Lampoon on my top twenty list. Ooh. So differences are already abounding. Ooh, <laughs> there we go. There we go. Yeah, we're gonna have to. We're really gonna. It's gonna be interesting. We're gonna be a, have to get into the the nitty gritty of the uh, rules and regulations here because you know whether or not we're including holiday movies or of any kind is something oh. we didn't discuss. So. Well, just raw top twenty, I think. You know, what do you, what do you think the over under is on movies that we have in common on our top twenty list? I think it could be <laughs> as low. I think it could be as low as like four. Oh yeah, that's what <laughs> I was gonna say. Yeah, I think the over under the over under is at four, and I'm taking the under. I think we're gonna have three movies in common across all three lists. Three. We I'm gonna say. Three. I'm gonna say four. I'm gonna four. say. I'm gonna say five. I'm four. gonna say we we bo- we're boys. We gel. We mesh. <laughs> We've, we've been together for years now. We're, we're, it's a valid argument. We're, we're coming up on we're, seven years of friendship. I think you and I probably will have at least ten. I, I don't know about Elijah, though. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Got the wild card picks. He's, yeah, he's the wild card. Yeah, there's probably more Transformers on Elijah's list than there are on mine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Well, before before we Ooh. get to that, though, that's just a little tease for upcoming attractions. But before we get to that... It's time to dive into the newest segment on the pod. That's right. Do you hear him? Do you hear him in the background? Here he comes. Oh, there it is. It's our it's our Pony Express rider. <laughs> Yeehaw! Yeehaw! Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pony Express segment of Loose Concept. This is where our uh, messages get sent through the Pony Express and our. Uh, our intrepid Pony Express riders deliver them to our doors, and we uh, we open them up and break them down. So we got a grand total of four hundred and fifty-five thousand messages <laughs> off of uh, after last week's yeah. announcement about the new segment. But um, we only picked one. We only picked one to break down. We didn't want to get too overwhelming on the first first official Pony Express segment. So uh, I'm gonna read this to you. This is from uh, from an unnamed unnamed reader in California. Here's what he writes: Damage control, 
Hey Elijah, I'd just like to make all you inland shoebies know that Mark Zuckerberg, he, that's right, he's spelling, this is a, this listener is spelling Mark Zuckerberg's name, Mark space sucker space Berg. Clever guy. <laughs> just like to, to make all you inland shoebies wow, know that Mark Zuckerberg was not paddleboarding looking like the Joker with his kook face cream. He was hydrofoil boarding with a motor and a trigger which easily cost anywhere from $1,500 to $3,000 compared to its earliest predecessor that came out without a motor for around $300 to $600. That is all. Wow. Has has Loose Concept become a podcast for the coastal elites? (laughs) Many people are saying that. Many people are saying words explicitly for coastal elites. We need to get back to the the heartland. We're going to film an episode in (laughs) some diner, uh, Kansas. Kansas, yeah. (laughs) Wow. Well, thanks for that. Taking the show thanks on the road. Thanks for writing in. You know? And yeah. uh, Elijah, I don't know if inflating our numbers actually uh, will do a good job of getting more people to write in. <laughs> Just <laughs> If you write in to the Pony Express, you have a very good chance of appearing on an episode of Loose Concept. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Please write Please in. It's because we're going to do an episode where we read all 450,000 messages that we get. Exactly. Yeah. It's going to be a megapod. Well, thanks for writing in, listener. Yeah, thanks for writing in, yeah, thank you. dear listener, and uh, making us aware of our uh, our uh, mistake there, our damage control that we yeah. forgot to do. I I don't know if uh, I don't know which is which fits the Mark Zuckerberg nerd factor more. If it's a paddleboard or a hydrofoil, I'm inclined to think uh, it's a little less nerdy that it's a hydrofoil. I think that I think the most nerdy thing was a sunscreen. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Getting into you know the details on the board is really just overlooking the point of the sheer amount of sunscreen he had on his face in that pick. Yeah. SPF four hundred. <laughs> as as our reader or as our listener says, his kook face cream. But that was that was the Pony Express. Tune in next week to hear what new thoughts we have from our listeners. Um, moving on into movie news. As I was looking up for uh, looking up movie news to break down on this podcast, uh, this episode, I was uh, googling Brad Pitt news, as one does. <laughs> really, the only yes. the only movie news that matters, in my opinion. But uh, came I'm surprised you don't have a Google alert. On that. <laughs> You're acting Just like I don't. Brad Pitt every day. <laughs> yeah, I have many many Brad Pitt alerts. Brad Pitt hair. Brad Pitt. Clothes, Brad Pitt hair, Brad Pitt shoes, <laughs> Brad Pitt hair, Brad Pitt motorcycle, one. Uh, Brad Pitt Brad Jennifer Pitt Aniston, tattoos. Brad Pitt Angelina Jolie. The list goes on. Those are all Go- Brad Pitt Google alerts yeah. that I have set up on my phone. But uh, one headline from People magazine came across my uh, my news feed here. I thought it was it was it caught my eye. I thought maybe we could break it down on the pod. This headline says, The Kissing Booth's Joey King to play teenage assassin opposite Brad Pitt in New Thriller. This new thriller is called Bullet Train, and it's based on the Japanese novel Maria Beetle, and it's going to be directed by the Hobbs and Shaw director David Leitch. Hmm. I like the Brad Pitt part. I do not like the Joey King part playing an assassin. Oh, yeah. you're out on Joey King? I was... 
Yeah, I'm out on Joey King. Uh, I'm thinking the same thing. I'm, it's not that I'm out on Joey King. I'm a little bit worried that Brad is going to do another like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood thing where he has this weird relationship with this much younger woman. Because Joey King's uh, like 21, if that, and Brad's like 50-something, and I know there's going to be a make-out scene at some point in this movie. And Okay, so weird. here's the deal. I've, I felt the same way. My initial reaction was the same. I was a little worried about that. Then I then I uh, looked up the uh, a synopsis of the uh, Maria Beetle novel that this movie is going to be based off of. I'll read you some of these some of these characters that are that are that are in the movies. And this there's this one Please that I, I think fits Brad Pitt. So there's there's the main character. Then there's two characters named Lemon and Mikan, collectively referred to as the fruit. And despite not being related, they look almost identical and are often mistaken for twins. And then there's Kimura, who is an ex-hitman and recovered alcoholic. Yes. He's on the train to get revenge on Auji. That's Brad Pitt. For pushing his son off a roof, leaving him hospitalized in a comatose state. Yeah, you got to think that's, that one's Brad Pitt. <laughs> got to think. Ex, yeah. Ex-hitman, alcoholic, that's like right right up right in his wheelhouse. Is Joey King the twin and they're just going to do a Army Hammer I don't know. I don't know. It could go either way, but it doesn't seem like there's a lot of like romance going on. Yeah. Based on what I've read, so I'm not I'm not too worried about it, you know. Is this, is this another train thriller? <laughs> <laughs> kind of out of Piercer kinda, part 3. Yeah, kind of out on train thrillers. The com- the commuter part 2. That movie was the good. The movie title is Bullet Train, so I'm going to go with yes, it is a train yeah. thriller. There's just train playing in the background the whole time. <laughs> hey, soul sister. Hey. If you're it. if you're getting a, if you're making a, a train movie and you don't have train making the soundtrack for you, you're just doing it all wrong. Yeah, you're lost. But know. those are the two names that you lead with. Like I understand leading with Brad, but then you lead with Joey King. It's like yeah, it's a little misleading on the part of People Magazine. Yeah, no, 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 bastion of. Uh, journalistic integrity, People <laughs> Magazine. <laughs> well, what what's the draw with Joey King? I, She's I up and coming. Are right? you guys a big fan? Uh, people like the kissing booth, man. People like the kissing booth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, unrelated but semi-related. We're talking about teenage heartthrobs. I saw Lady Bird this weekend with Ooh. with the old boy Timothy Ooh. Chalamet. He Tim, Tim. he was the worst. <laughs> he was so he was, he was so lame. He was scrawny little DB guy that sucked. <laughs> so. Timothy Timothy Chalamet is not the uh, the highlighting part of that movie. The the main draw is my girl Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse. Is that how you pronounce her name? I always thought it was Suarez. <laughs> Suarez. Yeah, dog. <laughs> The real, the real Ronin heads out here, out there now. It's it's yeah. Saoirse. Way to go! Yeah, she rocked. Yeah, it's Saoirse. You like that movie, Elijah? Not really. I just like Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse, if you're listening to this, uh, uh, email looseconceptpod at gmail.com. I think the problem with that movie is Timothy's character is just not very well developed. He's just kind of in there playing a bro. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking He's about? Just doing doing Timothy things. Oh, you're talking about Timothy? Yeah. 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 Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what comes out with Dune if that ever makes the silver screen. We gotta manifest oh, this. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. That was another uh, movie movie news movie news headline was that uh, Denny Villeneuve said that he was uh, in a sprint to finish the movie, which uh, 
in a sprint. It's both good sides and bad sides. I mean, I'm glad he's like rushing to finish it because I'd really want to see it. But at the same time, it's like haste makes waste, you know? Has anything of note ever been made in a sprint? I feel like it's like I wrote all my worst papers in a sprint. (laughs) That that pick of Usain Bolt running and smiling back at the guys is passing. Pretty great. That that was a sprint. That was made made during a sprint. That's true. Yeah. Uh, that's got to make you worried, though, dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, not worried at all. Not worried at all. I'm totally worried. I'm surprised they haven't just delayed it to 2021. I mean, <sighs> I, don't, I don't know which would be worse if it's bad or if it doesn't come out till 2021. <laughs> Other movie news. Moving on. <laughs> Other Brad Pitt related movie news. <laughs> Apparently, Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Bradley Cooper had lunch together two days ago in Connecticut. What? Oh, wow. And they didn't so invite me. That's probably the biggest news for the state of Connecticut. Yeah, in a they're, in a, they're in a state of emergency right now because of the storm. Shouts to Connecticut. Wow. What do you think and they were talking about? Probably a movie they're all going to be in. That was going to be my question here. Was if you were going to make a movie that had those three guys in it, what kind of movie would you make and what would they be doing? Ooh. You know what I would do? I just got it in my mind. And this, you're going to like this, Elijah. I would make the Apollo movie over, okay? And you'd have Ooh. you'd have Brad Pitt and Bradley Cooper playing Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong, and you'd have, you'd have Leo just staying in that staying in that Let's rover, go. being all like angsty as he goes <laughs> in the as, as he goes around the moon. <laughs> Leo in the rover. Never oh, gets the touchdown. It. I love it. Goes, it goes it. back. It goes back to that meme of Brad Pitt showing Leonardo DiCaprio something on his phone, <laughs> and then being like, "Oh yeah, that was it. That's awesome." <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, I want to say it's going to be like an international spy thriller. Ooh. Ooh. A lot of people. A lot of people making international spy thrillers these days. I'm thinking something like a, a mini. Triple Frontier doesn't have as many characters, mm. but we're thinking something. Mm. I want to. I would want to. I I would want to say some kind of heist movie, but it feels weird having Brad Pitt in a heist movie without George Clooney. Maybe it's just True. another. It's Ocean's Fourteen. Who else is listed as? Oh no, this isn't even a movie. They're just having lunch together. <laughs> <laughs> it's purely hypothetical. It's a purely hypothetical yeah. movie. Nah, that's Sean. Come on, we got a dream for the stars here. Know. It's COVID. We need yeah. some. Well, I was gonna say look up the IMDb page, but it's not even. It's not even in development. <laughs> Wait, hear me out. Here's the movie they're planning. The Loose Concept biopic. <gasps> yes. Oh, yes. Nice. Who's who? Leo's got to be Rudy because of the blonde No, guy. I don't want to <laughs> be Leo. <laughs> and then I'll be Bradley no. Cooper and you can be Brad Pitt. I don't want to be Leo. I was going to say Sean would be Leo because Sean's the most into like artsy movies. Yeah. And Leo yeah. does the most like artistic movies of all of them. <laughs> And Elijah would be Bradley Cooper because he's the biggest Phillies fan or uh, Eagles fan. That's true. That's true. You're just trying to make yourself into Brad Pitt. <laughs> That's a question. Question for another day. Who would you have uh, play you in the Loose Concept biopic? I have another theory. Ooh. So Connecticut's known for its pizza. Shout out New Haven. Um, shout out Frank Pepe's. <laughs> um, so it's gonna be. A pizza, uh, it's going to be kind of like a, 
a Godfather, but set in pizzerias. Ooh. And there's three different families, all play, all represented by Bradley Cooper, yes, Brad Pitt, and Leo. Ooh, I'm digging in it. In a small town of New Haven, and they're all um, fighting um, in uh, Shadow War. Um, Dude, I love pizza it. Pizza Mafia. What could we call it? I'm calling dibs uh, on that. So. The Zaw Father. Zaw Father. Come on, come on, Rudy. That was good. No, I hate that. I hate that. I'm trying to think. There's got to be a good name for it, like delivery. Like it's gonna be called the oven. Cold pizza. The pizza oven. No, just the oven. Just oven. Something. 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 Something to think about. Just of. Just oven with no e though. Just o v n. Just O. And it ties into uh, Bradley Cooper's performance in the critically uh, maligned film Burnt, where he's also a chef. Oh, yeah. His chef comes back to America and gets in a pizza war with uh, Brad Pitt and uh, Well, and Brad Pitt loves eating in movies, so it kind of lends perfectly. So I'm telling you. So I'm telling you. Bet like five years from now when there's a movie with those three guys in it, and people be like, Whoa, who saw this coming? We're gonna pull the tape on this episode, and they'll be like, Episode 20, yeah, loose concept, dude. If you want those early scoop, early loose, early scoops, gotta be listening to loose concept. Well, boys, I think it's about that time, yeah, some good talk. Let's do it. Time to get into the list let's game. Get, let's get serious. I don't have a trailer to put in here, so it's just gonna. I'll have to find some like hype music. Just do a mix of all sixty trailers on our <laughs> combined top twenty list. <laughs> <laughs> little little bits. A trailer supercut. No, we'll see. Maybe I'll put in the uh, the original draft of the Loose Concept theme song in here. Ooh, little throwback. I love that. Yeah. Looking back, looking forward. Do you want to take a leap of faith? Or become an old man. Feel the wind, Waiting to die alone. Steal the Declaration of Independence. I'm out of it for a little while. Everybody gets delusions of grandeur. <laughs> that's, just, that's very funny to me. get started i'd like to discuss some rules um <laughs> i this my list is littered with movies that are a part of or the entirety of trilogies um Ooh. without th- giving anything away let's say for instance cars was on my list it's not let's say the movie cars is on my list <laughs> I hope Just as an example. Okay. and i feel strongly that all three Cars movies. Are there three? There's two and then the Pilots movie. I let's feel like all... there's like six six Cars movies. Okay, so let's say all the Cars movies are... I'm in love with them. <laughs> Am I able to just put the Cars trilogy on my top 20, or do I need to pick no. a one movie? You need to pick one movie. Or it doesn't... You, you know, one. if you're in love with all six, you can put all your top... But they take cars up six in slots? Your top 20. Yeah, but it takes up six slots, exactly. See, I feel like you could pick out the pinnacle of the I trilogy. guess, but then it's just like, it's almost the same thing without with like a workaround. That's the workaround. It's like, oh, I really like Cars 2 is my favorite, but I really like all the Cars movies, so I'd add six to the list. Hear me out, and you're, feel free to shoot this down immediately. <laughs> but I was thinking, because oftentimes you have trilogies 
you have trilogies that are one and two are awesome, the third movie sucks. One and three are awesome, the middle movie sucks. And it's very rare that you get that pristine trilogy where each movie is better than the last. So I was thinking, if you could name one trilogy that has the perfect... And this is just solely to get me to have more spaces on my list, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I'm, I think I'm, I'm shooting that down because my list, I have, I do have some movies that are part of trilogies, some movies that are part of uh, series, and uh, I do have multiples from the same Ooh. series on my list, and I, I, you know, you just gotta suck it up and take the, take the hit. So, okay, well, just be, just be forewarned that I'm gonna be glomming on to other movies so my list will end up be having like 25 movies on it because <laughs> cars one okay. rocked and all the cars movies are the best so because you're just such a massive lightning mcqueen fan yes so shall we get started yeah let's get started rudy why don't you yeah. you know since you're you're the prom child here and you're also our leadoff hitter <laughs> why don't you uh get us started here's how you know just for the listeners here's how we're going to be breaking this down we've divided our lists up into Four tiers of uh, four tiers of five movies each, so fifteen or twenty to twenty to sixteen, fifteen to eleven, ten to six, and then five to one. Um, and how we're gonna we're just gonna rotate through and we'll just go by tier by tier. But here's the catch: if someone says a movie in their tier that you have somewhere else on your list, then you have to, you know, proclaim that and say where it's at on your list. Um, and Rudy, as you go through your list, just sort of give a, a breakdown about what each movie is about, you know, for those, for some people who may not have seen them. So you got it. All right. Take it away. Here we go. 16 through 20 in no particular order. I may add, I didn't add 20 them. through 16. Okay. 20 through 16. Um, <laughs> in no particular, in no particular order. Well, should I said? put them in a particular order? <laughs> no, nah, it's just, it's tears, you know, it's just, yeah, here's just what I'm going to do. We didn't want that extra pressure. What I'm going to do is I'm going to do. 11 through 20, 20 through 11, no particular order. 10 through 1 through 10, there's a set order to that. Okay. All right. All right I Make that. it up I rules along the way. Okay. No particular order, th- <laughs> 20 through it. 16. James Bond Skyfall. Ooh. A little bit of representative okay. of the new James Bond, Daniel Craig. I love the scenery. I love the action scenes, the mm. shooting, the explosions, the the intrigue yes. love it sean crossover any crossover it's not on mine yeah that that is that is on my list get out Ooh. where does it appear uh, are we revealing where, where, it, where it's at yeah yeah tell us you know just give us a tier where it's at or you could if you have a, okay. if you have yours by spots then give us a spot but that's in that second tier six through ten nice Ooh, okay yeah, rounding out the top ten awesome okay. so we're already first one one for one all right. I agree. I think that's the best of the sort of our generation of the Bonds. Yeah, that's why it's there. Um, number two. Hang on. Just wait a second. Oh. I'm going to type these out so I can keep track of them as they come Well, I in. could just send the, send this to you, too. Yeah, or, at, the, at the end, Elijah, we I can just send you our list. I, got, I just want to have them either way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Clear like, Jets. Please, this? please leave this all in. Please leave this all in. <laughs> No, we're, I'm not live tweeting them. I just want to keep keep a live tracker. He doesn't trust what's us, going, Sean. What's going down here? He doesn't trust us. Also, yeah, he doesn't trust he us. Doesn't He's afraid that we're going to send it and then change things mid mid, yeah. mid episode. All right, so <laughs> Skyfall. Yep. <clears throat> Am I ready to go to number two now? And Sean, you have Skyfall in tier two. 
Yes. All right. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, next movie on your list. Number two, a recent one we uh, showcased on Loose Concept, Moneyball with Brad. Anybody else have that on their list? Sean? I think I said last week that that was uh, top 30 for me, but not top top 20. Yeah, I I don't have that on my top 20. Yeah. I mean, all reasons explained in episode... 19. 19 is the last episode. <laughs> this, is, this is episode 20, and that was the last episode. This is episode so you just 20. Subtract one from 20, and that's, uh, that's, where you, that's how that works. <laughs> okay, I got a stomach cramp. Okay. He's special. Next one Jeremiah Johnson. Ooh, deep cut. Deep cut. Any similarities? Jeremiah Johnson. Tell, us, tell the people about Jeremiah Johnson Jeremiah for those Johnson. who may not be familiar. For those who may not have uh, lived in close proximity to you in college where you were, were requesting us to watch this movie every single weekend. Have you guys ever seen that movie? Yeah, I think we watched it in college one time. Okay. I think you forced us to. I had, Jeremiah Johnson went up to what, the mountains. I have not seen it's that. It's a story of... Well, it's gonna, it's, we got to do it on Loose Concept because it's a great... Uh, <laughs> it's a story of a guy who goes up into the mountains, leaves city life behind, and tries to make his way in the... The Great Unknown, and it's got Robert Redford, and it's just a killer of a movie. Love it. So I think we should do it on Loose Concept. Actually, Uncle Christian mentioned it as one of the movies that he would be interested in talking Ooh, about. But Uncle Christian, come on the pod. Yeah. It's very little dialogue, so I <laughs> might have a hard time doing the typical <laughs> Loose Concept uh, routine to it. But yeah, so Jeremiah Johnson. Uh, next on my list, Fury. Fury. Tell us about Fury. Um, yeah, sick haircut, tanks, Shia LaBeouf, uh, John Bernthal, Michael Cena, right? Uh, no, uh, Michael Pena. Michael Pena. Michael Pena. Is Michael Cena a person? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Where was he in that maybe, movie? <laughs> maybe you could cut that out. Now I just have have in my head this like face mashup of uh, John Cena and Michael Pena. <laughs> Half invisible. He's half invisible. Yeah, Fury Rocks. It's a World War II tank movie and one of Brad Pitt's finest acting uh, performances. Um, Great Brad Pitt. Great Shia. Yep. Great uh, John Bernthal. Great Logan Lerman. I I included it. Right there. I was gonna say tier four. It's in tier four as well for me. Beautiful. Tier four fury. Okay, awesome. So on our under on our under over for movies that are similar. Are we talking like right now we're at two right now, or is it all three of no, us? No, we're still at zero. Yeah, I thought we were going over like all three people agree on yeah. having one movie in their top twenty. Lastly, but not leastly, <laughs> Inglorious Bastards. Ooh. Quentin Tarantino. Mm, that's a good one. Brad Pitt again. <laughs> yeah. And uh <laughs> A lot of Brad Pitt. <laughs> Didn't realize that <laughs> Didn't when I put it on my list in this order, but uh, he's also awesome. He's the goat. He's the goat. Chom Fernthal also, right? <laughs> uh, I, oh, no. No, 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 no not John Bernthal. Uh, that guy Roth. What's his name? Uh, Eli, Eli Roth. Eli Roth, yeah. yeah. He's B.A. Yeah, so. He's a John Bernthal type character. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Quentin Tarantino movie, Nazi Hunters. And just one super gruesome scene that's gross, but otherwise a terrific, well done, yeah, classic Tarantino. 
Yeah, that is my favorite. Sean, you have that on top 20? But it's not my top 20. Whoa. Didn't make the cut. Didn't make the cut for me either. Not in my top 20. All right, Sean, let's hear it. Tier four. Tier four. So it's got the clipboard. Look at this guy. The clipboard, (laughs) the pen. Dude, I had. You should see all the crossing out and moving. It's just hard. So. He's he's the uh, he's the uh, what's the word? The accountant. He's the traditionalist of the, the show. traditionalist. Yeah, that's me. Um, so this this first one. If you interact with my family, you know this movie's ingrained into the Mackie culture. It is kicking and screaming. <laughs> the Will Ferrell yes. vehicle, youth soccer. <laughs> The Italians, it's just, it's a perfect movie. So basically what it is, is, um, Will Ferrell plays a soccer dad who has to coach his son's uh, soccer league and he has no experience. And it just proceeds with just crazy amounts of coffee and chaos and um, just children antics and hilarious moments. And it's just one of those ones that you can always go back to and get a good laugh out of. Love it. Love a good family pick. Not a mine. So that's in the, that's <laughs> yeah, not not a mine either. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the classic family. No, pick. Nothing but love for the Mackey family, though. Nothing but Word. love for the Mackey family. So then I'm going um, Italian Job, Ooh. which is the classic heist movie, the Mark Wahlberg, Marky Mark, uh, starring Charlize Theron. Um, heist movie takes place at the beginning in Italy and then moves to California, where they have to try and. Um, steal back the gold that they originally stole in most deaf most deaf so, is in it as well most deaf is in it i had really good a cast. bad Edward experience Norton's. had a bad yes. experience that is that is like yeah that line though it's i don't have it on my top 10 but that yeah. line is might be in my top 10 all-time movie quotes is like Lines. most repeated yep for sure yeah I had a bad experience. Love the heist components of it. Love the team. Um, really enjoy the driving with the Mini Coopers and all of the antics that come with that. So, for sure, great movie. So far, no overlaps in uh, Sean's tier four. Yeah, this, Let's is, see. this is why I'm special. This is why I'm part <laughs> of the pod. Um, so at 18, I'm going The Village. Oh shoot, the M okay. M Night Shyamalan. Night Shyamalan. Dude, that, the first Shyamalan. time I saw that yes. movie. Was at your house, freshman year of college. Yeah, it's one of those movies you love showing, like a another friend or someone yeah. who hasn't seen it. Yeah, it's a great, it's um, a great, great watching someone watch it for the first thriller. time. Maybe. Yep. Yeah, Crazy and twist. It, I love the soundtrack. I love the the theme of it. So, it's a it's a great movie. Then I'm going with Matthew McConaughey Ooh. in Mud. Um, we did the pod on this with Chase, my brother. Um, just a movie about, um, a little bit based off of like Huck Finn, Tom Sawyer type, uh, children wonder type story Swamp taking people. place on the Mississippi River. Um, but yeah, it's just a classic movie. One of those ones that, uh, coming I think of age. kind of coming of age brings you back to your boyhood. So I thought, that was a. I, I don't. I can't remember. Top twenty for sure. I, I did. So I didn't. 
I don't have it on my list, but I can't. I very well may have said that was in a top twenty when we did the top twenty segment yeah. episode. No one's so, allowed to go back and check. <laughs> yeah, please, please do not uh, review any of the, these mistakes. All right, close it out. So no close out tier four for us on your list, Sean. Close out tier four is uh, Saving Private Ryan. Oh, jeez, dude, all these are like right there for me. Never seen it. Yeah. Whoa. Never seen Saving Private Ryan. No, so never it's a seen it. World War II movie. Takes place around the time of D-Day. Um, kind of a Tom one of those Hanks. war stories. Yeah, it's it's based off of um, the story of trying to find this third brother, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, trying to keep the family unit, the, the family name, alive. So it's kind of one of those stories that, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it stands the test of time of brotherhood in, in the military. Um, so yeah, yeah. Tom Jerker. Hanks, Matt Damon, great movie. That is a great movie, Sean. I feel bad not including it in my top 20. but Yeah, Sean, no overlaps. Tier 4, no overlaps. I wouldn't want it any other way. That's, it's going to be interesting to see at the end of this whose list has the most the most overlaps versus whose doesn't. But uh, let's, I'll get into my tier four. At the bottom, I do have, sneaking in there, Fury. We already broke it down, so no need to do so again. But, uh, yeah, sharing that one with Rudy in tier four. Directly above it, I have Mission Impossible 1, the original Mission Impossible the uh, introduction to Tom Cruise's Ethan Hunt and the uh, Impossible Impossible Mission Force. Uh, this one is sort of the most, it's a you know, one. yeah, it's the most uh, um, sort of lean and like gritty signature. No, I want to say it's like a signature Mission Impossible, but it's the most like pared down. Like this is, you know, the bare bones of what it eventually is going to bloom into, but um. Yeah. It's just, it's like very like sleek, like, you know, very contained. much a spy movie. Yeah, yeah, very self-contained. So that one's on there. Anybody have Mission Impossible 1? Nope. Nope. I do not have Mission Impossible 1. Oh! Little tease, little tease. Little tease. <laughs> Directly above Mission Impossible 1. Again, this is tier 4. I'm On my list, they're all, you know... I could, really couldn't do a ranking. I could just sort of come up with vague tiers for them. So, But uh, right above uh, Mission Impossible 1, we have Real Bravo, which is a cowboy oh, I movie. I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's a cowboy. It's a John Wayne cowboy vehicle from... <laughs> John Wayne cowboy vehicle. It's a John Wayne cowboy vehicle from 1959. It's actually Dang. a remake of, I believe... The same movie. I, I think he was in a Rio Bravo when he was younger, and then they remade it, and he was in the remake as well. Which is love it. Just got to be a power, you know, the the ultimate power move. Like your <laughs> your performance in the original yes. was so good. It's like, well, we'll just recast him again in the second one. But uh, yeah, we'll just it's, do uh, it again. Yeah, it's uh, John John Wayne and Dean Martin. Um, they're sort of John Wayne is this you know drifter who blows into this town. That's sort of being held uh, held hostage a little bit by this, you know, rich guy. Okay. Typical sort of Western, sort of classic Western. Dean Martin's in it. He plays this guy who's a drunk, and uh, through John Wayne's tough love, he rehabilitates this guy into, you know, sort of being his deputy. And they, you know, he reluctantly takes on this role as the new sheriff of the town, and 
it's it's a little bit of a you know you know certain tv shows have what's called a bottle episode where the whole thing takes place in like a small space or in a couple set of rooms and this movie's really yeah. like that there's like maybe three or four settings you know a sheriff's office and then a saloon and then you know the street and that's like pretty much it it's just very like you know pretty concise and and self-contained is so. is james can in that movie no okay he's thinking not. something else he's not so I'm just going to assume you guys don't have <laughs> nope. kind of a deep cut. Haven't no. heard of it. <laughs> I've never even heard of that movie. I've probably seen it on like TCM or something. Yeah, you might have. You might have. It's a classic. It's a like, classic. B- like bits and pieces of it. Yeah. So that one's on there. Right above John Rio Wayne, Bravo, dude. we yeah. have National Treasure 2. The Book of oh, Secrets. The second one. Dang, dude. <laughs> okay. Oh, National boy. Mount Rushmore. Two. Okay. Dude, this list. Uh, I'm worried. I'm already all timer. This is where uh, <laughs> Nicholas Nicholas Cage as Benjamin Franklin Gates uh, is back at it again with the homies. Uh, he's uh, having having girlfriend troubles, which gives it an interesting dynamic. Uh, John Voight is along for the ride with his with Nicholas Cage's on screen mother Helen Mirren, which is just like a total total out of left field bizarro what? thing. Ed Harris <laughs> is in it that. playing the bad guy. They're they're at Mount Rushmore and he's like, you know, it's they're trying to find Cibola, the city of gold, and they tie it into John Wilkes booth and, you know, all this other crazy nonsense. So craziness ensues and there's a slight hint at the end regarding aliens. So you know, for all my uh, national treasure heads out there, uh, keep keep uh, persevering. It's coming, I think. It's, it's coming treasure soon. Three. <laughs> I'm holding my breath for it. And the only movie I may be anticipating more than Dune right now is National Treasure. 3. Dude, do you think there's a person? Treasure do you think there's a person who is alive right now who wakes up every morning and like they saw National Treasure one, loved it. Saw National Treasure two, loved it even more. So now they wake up every morning and they search. Has National Treasure three been announced? And it's like an every morning thing, and they're consistently yeah. looking every single morning. Yeah, his name is Elijah Smith. <laughs> he's a host on this podcast. Oh my word! Oh, dude. Every day I wake up, use the bathroom, brush my teeth, and check check to see if National Treasure three. You also out. have a, a Google alert on Nicolas Cage and National Treasure, I, I presume. You know it. You know it. I love it. Wow. Judging by your guys' reaction, you don't have National Treasure 2 on your list. Correct. Yeah, wasn't on my radar. Okay, okay, whatever. <laughs> filling, out, filling out Tier 4, we have another all-timer. You've Got Mail, a classic. Uh, Tom Hanks, Ugh, Meg Ryan. Probably the greatest uh, chick flick of all time. Very romantic, great uh, soundtrack, great vibes. Um, sort of halfway a Christmas movie, a little bit, but also sort of not a Christmas movie. Um, just, you know, when I think Tom Hanks, this is the performance I think of. It's peak Tom Hanks. Um, Dave Chappelle's in there making a sneaky appearance, and it's great. You guys don't have You Got Mail? No. I, I do not have You Got Wasn't Mail. Wasn't a big fan of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of haters. A bunch of did haters. Not, did, did not like that I'm movie. I'm not a hater of it. <laughs> Sorry, Elijah. Well, well we just whatever. This yeah, let's move on. Move on from roasting me, <laughs> Rudy. Let's get back to you. Tier yeah. three, tier three. 
11 through 15, or 15 through 11 if you must. Mm. However, however, they fall, however the chips may fall. Uh, Caddyshack. Uh, this is a cult classic, Chevy Chase. Uh, other people... <laughs> Other people that don't know their names. <laughs> Other people are in it. Uh, but this is a good Other movie about who are also humans <laughs> with two eyes and two ears. This is a movie about golf and the shenanigans that go on at a country club, and I just love it. I love the golf scenes. I love the mm-hmm. shenanigan scenes. Oh, it's got Rod, Roddy Dangerfield, obviously, the uh, mm-hmm. incomparable, and uh, <clears throat> it's just a fantastic movie. This is a movie that came out and was a total flop. In the box office, and just nobody liked it. Everyone thought it was lame. I think it could, like, I don't know if it was even the next year. I think it was a couple of years later before the movie started taking off, and people actually gave it a second rewatch, and we were like, wow, this is actually a really funny movie. And it's just got all the jokes, all the quotable lines that I think today I used a Caddyshack line in my <laughs> daily life. So, uh, yeah, I'm guessing that's not making your list, though, either. Never either. seen it. No. Never seen it. It's also never Dude. seen her gotta add it to the list we should have a rule where we all need to watch each other's movies top 20 movies yeah that's a good rule better, Care, better careful to, what careful to, careful what you wish for there dog <laughs> team appreciation careful what you wish for it'll, it'll better it'll allow us to better appreciate each other and get to know each other <laughs> the wheels are about to come off oh gosh i thought i thought the horse was behind us <laughs> oh it gets better it gets better okay moving on uh next is iron man the original Iron Man with oh. RDJ. The OG. Yep, discussed the in the film. Discussed in the marvelous month of March Marvel movies. <laughs> the magnificent May of Marvel movies, you mean? Oh yeah, it wasn't March. <laughs> it was the magnificent May of Marvel movies. Uh yeah, it's got everything. It's a gr- everything a Marvel movie should be, nothing a Marvel movie shouldn't be. And just yeah. the birth of Tony Stark. Classic. Quintess- quintessential Marvel movie. Yep. Missing from both of your lists, I'm assuming? Yeah. I don't have a single yes, Marvel film on my list, Word. actually. Spoiler alert. Yeah. No um, worries. Um, next, Sandlot. Ooh, Sandlot. Another sports movie. Um, the Boys. The Boys are in town. It's just, you know, America. lower middle class America. America. They're playing baseball. They're getting into shenanigans. Fireworks. Fireworks. It's just, James Earl it's Jones. got everything. Yeah. It's uh, up there, obviously, as the best sports movie of all time, um, in my opinion. And uh, another baseball movie, and I'm guessing it's missing both of your lists. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of kicking myself for it, but yeah, it's not on there. It's not on there. It is, you know, it's a classic. Yeah. I regret it a yeah, little bit. I would but agree. It's definitely, it might be very well be top 30 yeah i think it's tough like yeah it's a it's in there to somewhere. do a mid top 20 critique it's tough this is a tough job okay this is an easy job it'd be much <laughs> the easier people don't understand to, the people don't understand it'd be much easier to do a top 20 spy movies a top 20 sports movies yeah. a top 20 yeah. comedies you know yep. so to do with this the ultimate top 20 list take some guts the stakes are high man the stakes, stakes are, high. are high okay Below Sandlot, in tier number three, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Ooh. the OG Indiana Jones flick. Indy. Um, kind of a classic. Everyone should know about it. Harrison Ford getting into antics. Sean Connery. Geology. <laughs> yes. Geology. 
before it gets turns into aliens. <laughs> and uh, yes. there is some face melting though. And uh, it's just a lot. Yeah, yeah, pretty rad. That's a no, good one. Sh- no Shia. No Shia. That's why it's on there. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> wow. Um, not on I mine. Not on yours. Not on Sean's. It's it's not on mine. Dang, Ooh, Rudy, might go, might go uh, five. I do love the Indiana Jones movies. Might go five for five unique films here, Rudy. Okay. Are you secretly the artsy guy? Ah, uh, those are all like very socially well accepted <laughs> movies. <laughs> secretly, <laughs> Rudy is secretly the elitist artsy guy. Word. I'll, I'll take that. Uh, last on my list on tier number three, Ford versus Ferrari. Did this movie Ooh. about three episodes ago. And I think this might actually be the newest movie on my list. The most recently made say, movie on my list. Yeah. Um, just an absolute instant classic. Saw it in the theaters with my dad, along with everybody else and their dads. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it was just, it's just a, ra- a rad movie about cars, about history, about racing, and about America. I, I also have Ford versus Ferrari. Ooh, there we go. There we go. What? Some crossover. There's some crossover. Where's it at, Sean? For. Some crossover. It's it's in tier three. Wow, look at that. It's coming Great up. Minds. Yeah, think alike. Yeah, I would agree with you. It's one of the n- the newest movies to um, really just hit that uh, that nerve of you know this is hit the spot. Yeah, <laughs> so good. One of those like summer classic movies, but I don't think it even came in out in the summer. No, I but uh, had a jacket on when I want to go see it. <laughs> it's impossible to to look up. I think it's one of those movies that it blends a lot of what we probably have similar of the Americana, the fast cars. Um, yeah, it's definitely a white dude movie for sure. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Love it. So that's it. Well, You're that- up, Sean. Yeah, I was just going to say, that ties us in nicely, Sean. There you go. You already got your Tier 3 started, Ford v. Ferrari. What do you have next? So what I have next is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Wow. Wow. Which I believe is the only animated movie I have on here, but it's just so good. Um, We did a recent podcast on it with Levi, um, and just watching it again... I think it just solidified itself for me. Um, top twenty, or and I don't even really know if it counts as a Marvel movie because it's by Sony. Yeah, it's um, sort of in that but, weird gray area. Yeah, it's definitely in the gray area. But yeah, if you haven't seen it, check it out. Um, it is an animated Spider-Man movie, but kind of does a twist on um, superhero movies. Um, definitely very approachable in its um, storyline. So, love it. I dig it. I dig it. Then I'm going to go... Not on mine. Do you guys... What about Rudy? Uh, no. Sorry, Sean. Okay. So next, I'm going to go with Ex Machina. Now, now we're getting artsy. Which is an artificial intelligence thriller with Oscar Isaac and Donald Leeson um, and Alicia Vikander. Donald. It's really, I think, uh, it's a very isolated movie, um, but it... I think does a great job of showing the future and kind of um, capsulating, like I think Blade Runner did, mm. um, some future elements that is before its time. Future and woes. I'm assuming you guys don't have that in your top 40, so I'll just move on. <laughs> <laughs> I like that movie a lot, though, but no. 
Um, on the top 40. Next one I have is Margin Call, which is a very um, little-known movie. It's a financial movie based off the 2007-2008 uh, financial meltdown. Dang. And it takes place in a, a firm um, similar to Lehman Brothers um, type scenario. Um, and it follows about you know 24 hours or so, give or take. Um, and it follows one analyst, Zach, Zach Quintel, Zachary Quintel, and um, has a lot of really good actors. It has Paul Bettany and Kevin Spacey and um, just some some legends, Jeremy Strong. So wow. big finance guy film. Simon Simon Baker, uh, known for The Mentalist. So you liked it better. If you haven't than, seen it? Uh, check it out. Better than Big Short, huh? I did like it better than The Big Short. I I felt like The Big Short was good, but it was um this I think follows more of the boardrooms of following one company and The Big Short. I think was a good movie for uh, to encapsulate the larger um, how it impacted other parts of the economy, but I think. This one was kind of very, a very niche movie for just kind of boardroom discussions on corporate strategy. That's a good one. <laughs> check sounds it like out. a snooze. All that no, good I'm stuff. Kidding. I'm just kidding. It sounds good. No, it's, it's very riveting. Um, I know last week's guest, I'm gonna uh, go, Micah, is a big, big margin call fan. Yeah, it's definitely, it's one of those movies that has a really star-studded cast that i don't think any most people haven't even heard of um yet seen so it's definitely one of those under the radar movies and then i'm going with um what i think is the best jason Bourne movie uh born ultimatum Ooh, totally missed the born movies top top uh or the third tier which one is that so that's the third of the original trilogy freaking classic so yeah, that's that's tier three. That's that's a solid list, Sean. I'm, it makes me disappointed. This is actually bumming me out a little <laughs> bit to think of all the movies that I didn't hit. <laughs> yeah, so I many think misses. That, that that Bourne one was really the the pinnacle of of uh, Matt Damon's um, portrayal. Yeah. Um, so I think, and it, it was a good rounding out of that trilogy. They they went two more movies, which the Jeremy Renner one is is pretty good, but yeah. It's hard to uh, to fill those shoes that Matt Damon made. Word. Tier three, starting it off, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, early Keanu, um, and Alex Winter. Just two uh, California SoCal dudes who want to just you know make heavy metal music and uh, end up traveling back in time for a history project in its phone booth. They're uh, coming out with a third movie, actually coming up here but um yeah just the the original sort of the intro to me for me to keanu so big drug guy movie right big pothead movie (laughs) oh wait that's that's dude where's my car i'm thinking dude where's my car dude where's my car i've never seen any of those bill and ted movies dog you gotta you gotta they're all timers that's why they're on the top 20 (laughs) also extremely extremely quotable if you've ever seen the keanu whoa meme it's uh that's what's it's from Bill and Ted's. Um, there's just little pieces on that I'm sure you've been exposed to over time. But uh, that one's there. Uh, above it we have To Catch a Thief, Cary Grant, uh, Alfred Hitchcock movie, Grace Kelly. It's like on the French Riviera, and it's just like you know vintage rich people 
flexing and then also like <laughs> there's this storyline awesome. about a thief and there's like sort of like this under underlying thing about like French, you know, resistance and stuff. It's very, very interesting movie. Uh, very engaging, sort of suspicious of everyone. One. Yeah, would, very heavily would. I think you'd dig it, Sean. I think you'd dig it. Here's one that might might get some overlap. We have Star Wars: A New Hope, Star Wars Episode Four. Ooh. Okay. I think it kind of goes with that explanation. The original for Star Wars named the yeah. original. Yeah, the original George Lucas movie, Star Wars: A New Hope, Tier Three. Sort of middle of cool. Well, quick hot take. Quick, quick hot take incoming. Ooh. First time I really saw. First time I really saw Star Wars: A New Hope. I think, like, start to finish, was in college with you guys. So I didn't grow up with it. <laughs> really. And it was what? quite lame. It was. It was just. It's. I think it's one of those movies. A New Hope or just Star Wars in general. A, a New Hope specifically, like with that Luke Skywalker. Like, the whole, I think, Star Wars is one of those movies I've never known that about it's, you. like, you have yeah, to grow up with it. If you grow up with I it, you have a nostalgia that attaches, and, like, or if you saw it in theaters, like, when you were younger, because yeah. then it's, like, oh, wow, this is super cutting edge. Watching it, like, in today's day and age, for the first time, it's, like, wow, this is... I can't believe you hid that from us for all these years that you were yeah, watching I it could, for the first is, time. I feel like I wanted you guys to be my friends, and I didn't want you to <laughs> abandon me. allow you on this podcast. Well, that's the thing, and now, like, I feel, like, comfortable now, 20 episodes in, you can't really cut me out of it now, so... <laughs> yeah, we're looking for another host. Help wanted. <laughs> Don't tell Greg. I hope Greg doesn't get this far in the podcast. He might we're getting unfriend uh, me. Going to have Chase come on and pinch hit for you for the rest of the show's existence. Wow. What? Wow, dude. I can't. I can't, like. You didn't really need to say that. I can't, like, even fathom, like, seeing Star Wars, like, not having Star Wars as a part of, like, my childhood. I feel like it's just so, you know, crucial. Like, I, even growing up before my parents even let me watch Star Wars, like, I can remember just thinking about Star Wars and wanting to see Star Wars, you know? Like, <laughs> when I was yeah, real, real those, young. Yeah. yeah, when I was in, like, five it's or a six. cornerstone of childhood. Yeah, yeah. Well, you nope. missing out. Feel, feel bad for <laughs> you. Yeah, you should have left that out of the, of the podcast. I didn't need to know that. Sean, do you have that one on your list? I don't have A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Okay. A New Hope, specifically, but maybe a Star Wars? Yes. All right. All right. Moving on. Moving right along. After that, we got Warrior. This is the uh, Joel Edgerton <laughs> Joel Edgerton and Tom Hardy uh, UFC movie. Nick Nolte is their dad. They're estranged brothers who have to meet in the uh, championship in, a, in the, the octagon. They face each other, and uh, I cry at the end every, every single time. <laughs> just an all-time just brothers, brothers movie, movie yeah. about brothers. No overlap? It's a good no. one. No overlap. How many brothers? Ah, no appreciation. That's Sean, an emotional you, you have one, so many yeah. brothers. I know. I, I, I don't, I wouldn't fight my brother. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't, wouldn't face Chase in the octagon? No, dude. We're, we're on the same side, bro. I gotcha. We're in we're in the tank. We're in fury together. Well, closing out tier three, so we can keep this show show on the road. Closing out tier three, I have Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation. Ooh, Rogue. 
This is the... That's the fifth one, right? Fifth one, I believe. It's the second one in what is sort of an ongoing uh, trilogy um, for the Mission Impossible movies. Uh, it has Jeremy Renner. Um, Stephen Baldwin is in it. Surprisingly good. There's a sweet motorcycle chase. Sort of this you know, underwater scene that's really sort of suspenseful. And uh, yeah, it's great. It's just sort of like... Th- more so than Mission Impossible 1, Rogue Nation to me feels like a quintessential Mission Impossible. Like, this is what Mission Impossible movies are in you know, yeah, it was flexing. the 21st mm-hmm. century. Like, this is, you know, Tom Cruise. It's like a quintessential Tom Cruise movie. Um, so, yeah, had to throw that one on there. No, that's a good one. Yeah, it definitely is weird to see from Mission Impossible 1 to if you just jump to 5. It's like, what happened? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But in a good way, in a good way. There's really no fall In a good off. way, in a really good way. No a lot off. of progress. Yeah. yeah. So, Rudy, yeah. dive into Tier 2 for us. Here we go. Top 10. Okay, Top this is in 10. order. Oh, in so order. 10 to, 10 to 6. I'll go. 10 to 6. Number 10, Christmas Vacation. There it is. Alluded to it earlier. National Lampoon. Christmas Vacation. Chevy Chase it's at his best. 10. Uh this is just a movie we watch every single year, Christmas time. And, like, you know, I was kind of hesitant. Do I put in a Christmas movie? And I think I do because it's, you know, while Christmas is a special time of year, it's still a time of the year. And if you watch a movie yeah. every single year and you still, you know, find joy in it and you laugh and you quote it all the time, I feel like it deserves it. So, classic funny yeah. movie, a dad trying to impress his family on Christmas. Really, if you watch a movie a every t- every single year, like at least once a year, that's like that's a good gauge for something in your 20. top 20 yeah. or not, you know? Yeah, so yeah, so I'm kind or of if you own I didn't it. think <laughs> to put Christmas movies on here because I think if I was reevaluating, yeah. it's a Wonderful Life might sneak in here somewhere. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that too. It's a Wonderful Life would also probably be in my top twenty. This is why you guys need to call me first to in, to include to include <laughs> that category. <laughs> All right, uh, number nine, Ocean's Eleven, Ocean's Ooh. Eleven, and this is we've had a, a per our discussion earlier. We're not doing whole, strong whole trilogies, but this is kind of like a representative placeholder for all of the Ocean's movies, but Ocean's Eleven was the best one, and they're all just killer movies. I just, I, it's the cast is too long to list. Nah. Brad Pitt, George Clooney, you know, nope. uh, Bernie Mac at his prime. Just, nope. the, it's like, it's rare that you find a movie that's so funny and also so exciting and like intriguing. Yep. Ocean's Eleven is that heist movie. Any Extremely quotable top ten banter movie of all time. Yeah, it's in my it's in my top five. Beautiful, Sean. It's, top, it's tier it, one. It. I had to move that around, and it, it is not in my top Ooh. twenty. Oh. Ooh. we were so close to so having close. one. So close. Okay, this next one might be it though. Number seven. No, number eight. No, number nine. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is eight. That was eight. Number eight. National Treasure. There OG. it is. Nick Cage. We already know it. Sean, did it make your cut? It's not my, it's not my top uh, twenty. What? <laughs> what? Dog. Are you kidding me? Absolutely sorry, egregious. Cut. Oh, this is just... My word. Someone pull the tape of Sean saying this. this that National <laughs> Treasure is a top 20 movie for him. Like, please. I feel like he did. I feel like he said it. 
I feel like you said it himself. I don't think I did. You might not have. I feel like I've just been like shot in the heart. <sighs> yeah, it's hard. It's okay. National Treasure is also in my top five. It's also a tier Word. one movie for me. All right, uh, number seven, Rocky one. Uh, Rocky Balboa one again. Kind of representative okay. of the series. This was one that didn't have as tight of a trilogy. I think one and two were just killer movies. Three, four gets a little weird. Rocky four, four with the Russian scene. That's the Russian one, right? I yeah. Think. No, go ahead, keep going. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Rocky's the man. Uh, this is a great one because he's just like so poor and he's just like coming from nothing <laughs> and he's, you know, he's just capping fighting, guys' knees yeah. before he gets, you know, that's how he's making money by doing collections the old-fashioned way. It's just it's just a <laughs> yeah. classic movie. Any note? Any mentions in you guys? Your guys' list? That's a good one. No, no. I, I didn't even didn't even think to, of the to putting the rock in the Rocky movies on there, um, bro. I, would, I feel like it's right Rocky in your wheelhouse. One though, it, Rocky One is such an interesting like pick though, because that's not usually the one people yeah. go to when they're talking Rocky movies. But no, usually it's I like think, two and four yeah. are the ones that people are. Yeah, I was gonna say two usually is pretty. I had one. two on there originally. And then I cut it to one because I felt that one was more like that's the heart of Rocky. That's who he is, yeah, you know. Yeah. I'm a big but, big Rocky three guy myself. I love love really? a good beach workout with the homies. So I'm all in on it's Rocky. Good. 3. It's not as good though. It's got the Countach, right? The Lamborghini Countach. <laughs> Mr. T. <clears throat> Sean, that would make it for you. Just assuming now. It didn't. No. Yeah. Okay. Last one, number six. Sorry. In tier two, Lord of the Rings again. This one I picked, so I have to pick one. Pick the Fellowship of the Ring. But yes. I feel like Lord of the Rings, all three of them are a... That's on my it's list. It's a tight trilogy. And Elijah's on yours? Nope. It's on Sean's. Dang. Where's it at for you, Sean? That's a big miss. Yeah, I have it in the top five. Wow. Yeah, so I feel like uh, it's just one of those movies that transcends time. And no need to explain it. I feel like... That's a that's a loose concept. Some content we should watch all Extended three of them editions. in a row. Li- live stream it. Yeah, I I agree <laughs> with marathon. you. I think it's um, it's one of those movies that you know you can go back to. You can, you know, it's the first one you want to show your kids. You know. Yep, yep. Because it's the first. In what, the why is it not? How does that miss you on your uh, list, Elijah? Yeah, not I'm a big fan. Yeah, that. just swords, swords and sandals don't do it for me. Okay, that, it's just it's too long. There's too much content, too many like elf people, like light up swords, you know, no, ring. Not it's a, just not, not for a me. Tolkien fan. Yeah. Okay, no, wow. no. I feel not. like it's one of those movies where you 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 um, similar to Narnia, maybe not with the movies, but it's one of those ones you you love the book. And then the movie lives up to it. The Chronic What Calls yeah. Anarnia. I think this was one too that it was one that was like a nostalgic yes, one. Like yeah. I grew up with this movie. Like you guys grew up with Star Wars, yeah, so it I also had, the privilege had that going of for it. With both, but yeah. I will say if I like am in the mood for a Lord of the Rings, if I'm in the mood for like a Swords and Sandals movie, and then Lord of the Rings like really hits and it's great. But do they know, wear it's sandals? Just very, yeah. very rare. I'm into this. You get, you know what I mean. Swords and <laughs> boots, whatever, whatever. <laughs> There we go, that's Rudy. Good, you have three overlaps in your your tier two, crushing it. Sean, what do you got? Tier two. Tier two. That's where I put uh, Skyfall at number ten, which is similar to Rudy. Okay. 
Um, then I also have an, a Mission Impossible, but it's a different one. It's Mission Impossible Fallout, which is the sixth movie. Um, thought, I mean, it's one that I've seen multiple times, so I think it it just kind of stands out to me as going the yeah. to the to the nth degree. Um, I I think as you probably mentioned the the stunts that Tom Cruise starts to uh, do towards the the latter half of the franchise, and this one I think doing the helicopter um, maneuvers is just you know. It's unworldly, and um, I just think it it, take, it took the the biggest risk with um, the plot, and thought it lived up to it. So it's, it's number nine for me. And um, great Henry Cavill mustache. But yeah, it was hard. It was hard to, to leave out some <laughs> of the other Mission Impossible movies because I think this one, and then I think it's the the third one or the second one where uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's in it. The third. I think third. Yeah. yeah. Three, five, and six are my favorite, so it was hard to yeah. uh, to pick, but you have to because this is the game. You gotta, you gotta. And then uh, respect it. Number eight is Fantastic Mr. Fox, a Wes Anderson film. Mm. Ooh, yeah. I like that movie. Yeah, you know, I love Wes Anderson, and so it was hard to to trim it down, but I felt like that was the one that I go back to most often. If I'm looking for a movie with animated foxes in it and a good soundtrack, I'll just watch the Disney Robin Hood. That's a good one too. But yeah, I just um, <laughs> I feel like it's it's the movie that encapsulates his kind of vision for movies and the painstaking process that he goes through to to make his movies. Um, so yep, that's number eight, and then number seven is uh, a shout out to Sam. He didn't introduce me to this. I I I found it myself. A little props to myself, but <laughs> Hunt for the Wild uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. I knew this before it was Dang. cool. Well, I, I I've never talked about it with Sam, so I'm I'm I want to talk about it with him offline, but yeah, it's a great movie. Taika Waititi, um Ricky Baker, just classic movie. Another growing up type movie boyhood adventure but just keeps you the comedic relief element of this movie is just incredible Um, oh yeah and so that's number seven they got that wrong you're obviously white are we do we have any crossover i is i haven't updated the list recently enough it might actually make it on there if i was like going through it so I think you guys both second, said it was on your top twenties, but I don't want to call you out. I'd have to find. <laughs> I gotta find a place for it. I gotta find. I'll have to reevaluate and find a place for it. Live call out. Then, um, yeah, incredible movie. Go watch it if you haven't seen it. Um, then number six is gonna be the movie that everybody is always perplexed that I love, but Sicario. Ooh. Who's, per- who's Dude, perplexed we watch that, that you love that movie? It's a it's a good one. It's a good one, but everyone's like, "What? You like that movie? I don't know." We we watched that in your apartment in uh Williamsburg in residence, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think Dude. It great Benicio movie. performance. This is a movie, movie that just rocks. encapsulates all of my favorite people in movies. Um, <laughs> so it's got Denis Villeneuve as the director. Um, Taylor Sheridan writes the screenplay, who's one of my favorite mm. screenwriters, and then the cinematography is Roger Deakins. Mm. Not to even mention the soundtrack, which is by Johan Johansson. Mm, Johan. Um, 
So, yeah, just incredible group of artists. Um, and it's a, a really good movie starring Emily Blunt and uh, Josh Brolin. And Benicio. And Benicio Del, who's also just incredible in it. Del Toro. So, John Bernthal plays a minor. And Je- Jeffrey Donovan, who always seems very like an everyman's type of guy hmm. who just kind of shows up in this movie. <laughs> uh, but yeah, probably one of the most intense kind of border war type movies you can find in recent memory. Yeah. Well, so that's my tier two. Sicario didn't even think about it. That might be on here too. That's a, that's a good one. Um, Rudy, you, you don't have that anywhere on yours, do you? No, sir. Okay. <laughs> Here we go, tier two for me. <laughs> this is what might where, where I oh might get boy. kicked off the pod. Starting in tier two. These are really like I did again. These aren't ranked, so you could put any of these anywhere from ten to six. But Pacific Rim, the uh, the noted uh, giant robots fighting giant aliens movie, just perfected. Um, Charlie Hunnam in it. It's great. Idris Elba gives an all-time <laughs> all-time speech. Today we are canceling the apocalypse. It's awesome. You do love that movie. Uh, yeah, I just can't rave over it enough. It's just everything I love in a movie. Ron Perlman's in it, being really weird. It's, it's great. Yeah, of course. Cannot, cannot <laughs> recommend it enough. Pacific Room. Also, next up, I'm just going to roll through that because I'm assuming... You guys aren't on <laughs> no. yeah. Pacific Rim. Good call. Yeah, that, that missed the list. <laughs> also on this list, The Searchers. This is another John Wayne classic. Um, this one's a little okay. bit more... Uh, it's a cowboy movie as well, but it's a little bit more uh, artistically renowned than Rio Bravo. Um, but it's John Wayne, and he's trying to find um, his goddaughter, I believe, who was captured by... Native Americans and sort of the interplay between those two cultures and um, the sort of the Western vibe is is pretty sparse as well. Um, And yeah, cannot recommend it enough. It's just like, you know, it's one that they, I think Sean, you might dig it because it's one that they teach in like film schools and stuff like that. It's, it's pretty, uh, (laughs) yeah, it's pretty notable. I think it's in like the national film registry and stuff like that. So Check that one out, The Searchers. Need to, yeah. Coming in next, we have Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Mm, Sean, you mentioned Kicking and Screaming being the big family movie. Oh Brother, Where Art Thou for me is kind of that way. It's sort of everyone in the family seen it. It's another, you know, top three quotable movie. Um, George Clooney stars. There's a couple of other great character actors. John Goodman makes an appearance. John Goodman, Holly Hunter. Yeah. John Turturro. John Turturro. Um, yeah, just a Tim whole whole crew of uh, great great actors, great lines, deep south, um, lots of jokes that are you know hilarious and they hit every time. I'll, I could, it's one of those ones. Yeah, pretty much every movie <laughs> in my top ten is a, a movie that I'd be okay with sitting down to watch. You know, at any time of day, anywhere. I'm just like always in the mood for yes. it. Yes. Yep. Right above that, Agreed. we have uh, not above it, but in the same tier, we have Ocean's Twelve. Ooh. The gang goes to Europe. To lore. This is, yeah, this is a, you know, I had to cut some other ones out to make room for this. It's tough putting multiple films from the same, 
you know, trilogy on the, the list, but this one's worth it. It's worth the spot. Uh, it's very Brad Pitt focused. So I think that's, what's great. The graphic design the titles in it. Excellent. The soundtrack perfection just the vibe it's just a vibe yeah. movie there's just a, a bunch of dudes yeah. hanging out in europe and it's great dude that guy's house talor's house on the uh what is it on lake como in mm-hmm. italy dude that place is a yeah. freaking yes kingdom he's just cruising around in a boat yeah that is a good one yeah there's that sweet scene with the lasers where he's like dancing around the lasers and he's playing <laughs> that weird music that's per- that that scene sucks, but the rest <laughs> of it's great. I, I I could talk. That's one we're gonna have to go over at some point because I could talk about it for hours. Just another one of those. I'm always in the mood for it anytime it comes on. I've seen it probably a hundred times, and I'd be totally down to watch it a hundred more times. So yeah, I need to find a place for an oceans movie. Oh, you gotta, you gotta, and then filling out tier two, Transformers three, Dark of the Moon. Oh, yes. <laughs> This is, uh, it's sort of, you know, I didn't know, I didn't know it'd be this high okay. <laughs> in the same way that rogue nation is a quintessential mission impossible. Dark of the moon, I feel is quintessential Michael Bay transformers movie. Uh, it's just all big <laughs> noises and explosions. And it's like peak crazy Shia LaBeouf. He's just going off the rails. Um, just completely bananas. Uh, yeah, it's great. What can I say? So, bad to get real, boys. Get real. Tier one, the tier ones. Get ready. Tier drop for tier ones. Your f- your f- your five greatest movies of all time, Rudy. Let's hear it. I f- Lead us yeah, off. Yeah, I feel like I'm really I'm happy where this top five has led me. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. I'm starting off with three the movies. First of all, <laughs> The Dark Knight, Christopher yes. Nolan's first appearance. Uh, got got that at five too. Look at that, Shawnee. You and me vibing. Just vibing, bro. It's a must. Elijah missed. You know, you had no Nolan movies, or am I betraying you? No, no Nolan. No, movies. no Nolan movie. It's weird because wow. I have no Nolan movies, but Nolan is like top three directors. I know. For me, Isn't that weird? So. Okay. Yeah, that is strange that you found Transformers: Dark of the Moon. <laughs> 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 love it in front of any is, Nolan movie. Love it, John. <laughs> love, love the take. <laughs> hey, this is my list. You can't cancel me for my list. It's a All free right, country. Get shadow banned. Number four, The Princess Bride. Oh yes. Oh, this okay, is the quintessential. Okay. Like Elijah mentioned earlier, I'll watch this movie at any point, at any time. It's like one of those weird movies where like most of the characters didn't have like great acting careers. Like <laughs> it wasn't they didn't become big stars, but I think the movie itself is has endured and be, has become like a cult classic. But uh Robin Wright? Yeah, Robin, Robin Wright. Wright had a pretty good She career. had a big career. She was just a money ball, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mandy Patinkin? Yeah. Billy Crystal so was in that? Oh yeah. Like, uh, that's right. Yeah, you might have to back up. There's some pretty big, pretty big. Carrie Illis, Illis, Illis. Fred, Fred Savage. Billy Crystal was like that. Billy Fred Crystal Savage? had that minor part, though, right? He was Carol, that. Uh, Carol Kane. He was the guy who's like he's only mostly yeah, dead. Little, anyway, still. whatever. It's okay. movie rocked. Number four. Chris Sheridan. <laughs> Number three, The Godfather. Oh. This is yeah. a movie that's in most top ten lists of all time. Greatest movie of all time. 
uh, what can I say? It's an Italian mobster. It's the original and the classic Italian mob movie. Made gangsters cool, for better or for worse. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just loaded with great characters, great actors, and Francis Ford Coppola. What more, what more is there to say? Too long. Wrong That's take. another one that I need to I need to find a place. It's not too long. Like, you're just wrong. Okay, whatever. <laughs> no, it's like one of those things you want to put 30 movies in your top 20, but yeah. you just forget. Like Princess Bride and The Godfather. It's like, yeah, that needs to find a place. I know it, dude. I know I know your pain. Number two. This is hard. Number two. This is a movie that neither you neither of you will have, and yet it is the movie that I've watched more than any other movie in my entire life. I could almost quote every single line in this movie and that is American the American Pie nope that is the self-recorded docudrama Alone in the Wilderness I've seen it with you <laughs> Sean Cena yeah but it's not on your list Sean Cena with me no this is a movie about Dick Prenicky who when he got a piece of metal stuck in his eye or oil in his eye he got something in his eye while working in a machine <laughs> shop and they don't really go into that, but he, he heard himself working in a machine shop and he went up to Alaska to build a cabin and try and live off the land for a year. And he ends up living there for 35 years. But the story, the movie is the first year <laughs> in Alaska and it's just, it, he couldn't find was, his way back. Cause he had something stuck in his eye. Yeah, no, it, uh, that is a classic. it's just him building a cabin in the woods and it's the movie I've watched more than any other movie. He just so. couldn't find his way back. <laughs> what was, a funny story with that is I I saw that movie with Rudy and his dad in the cabin that his dad built. Yep. So that that's was pretty, and that's like another like a nostalgia factor, like being in that, watching it in that cabin yeah. with no like, there's yeah. no phone service. It's like the middle of nowhere. I, I think that movie's just on a loop at that cabin. It has to be. <laughs> yeah. Yep. There's there's yeah there's no accounting for nostalgia. You know that that plays into mine for sure. Yeah. But, yeah. So that's number two. And then number one, you guys know already, Goodwill Hunting. It's wow. there. It's the it's the true number one. I think the first time I saw it, I was like, "This is my favorite movie ever." You know, this is the best movie experience I've ever had. It's just something about the relationships with those characters, uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon's character, and the type, you know, just how cool that type of savant story is. In play, in such a poor, downtrodden, like beat up place, it's it's the best. So there you have it, boys. It's my top my top respect five. Respect it. Don't agree with it, but I respect it. It's a good one, Sean. Good you didn't have five. Goodwill Hunting on on your list. I would have thought for sure. I didn't. Someone pulled the tape. He said you he, he said in tape. that episode <laughs> it was a top twenty. It's one of those ones, yeah, it's like all these other ones. I don't know. It's hard to... I probably need to trim some to fit that <laughs> Godfather and Princess Bride. And an Oceans movie. It's a, There are too many mo- good movies. We're spoiled. That's that's the difficulty of the exercise, baby. All right, okay. finish it out for us. Top Tier five. one, Sean. Top five is... Uh, it goes The Dark Knight. My boy Rudy. We Boys. Had the, Connections. That movie, movie telepathy. Um, then I'm going Hoosiers. Ooh. Indiana basketball at its finest. Gene Hackman. Gene. Such a good movie. If you love basketball, if you grew up playing basketball, 
Um, small town, great story, um, has a lot of different angles to it, besides just being a sports movie, but just love that movie. Um, I'm assuming it's not in Elijah's top five. But if you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's definitely oh, one seen of it. those. Okay. That didn't do it for you, I guess. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I've seen it, yeah. It's my favorite sports movie, so that's <laughs> why it's up there. Um, then I've got a little under the radar, but has probably one of the most classic lines in all of movies, A Few Good Men. Mm. You can't you can't handle the truth. handle the truth. Um, it's one of my f- parents' favorite movies, and we would watch it all the time. Um, similar to Alone in the Wilderness, just love the the script is just incredible. Um, it really feels like you're watching like real life. Um, I haven't seen it. Good message, um, good themes. Tom Cruise, one of my favorites. Demi. DC. Um, yeah, Aaron Sorkin screenplay. It's one of my favorite writers. Jack Nicholson, Kevin Bacon, just all-star cast. Top two. Okay, Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Boom. Thought I needed to to put the original in there. Boom. Kind of before it kind of gets really serious in the second and third movie. There's a little bit of that Frodo being um a little starstruck. Yeah, just living in the Shire. Um, but. That first scene where like Gandalf rides up on that wagon does and the fireworks, like, yeah. Frodo <laughs> does that like sly smile. It's just so stupid. Stop it. I feel like it's one of those movies you have to grow up like Bro, with the you folklore. Can't, you can't hate on I did. Lord of the Rings when you got freaking okay. Pacific Rim <laughs> coming in hot. Lord of the Rings doesn't hold a candle to Pacific oh my Rim, gosh, dude, dude. Lord of the Rings, you. This might this Finish might this out. might break the pod. Yeah, All right, and the number one, episode twenty, is Star Wars: Empire Strikes Back. Go ahead, trash it, Rudy. Number one, wow, Sean. It's it's my favorite franchise of you know just all, the whole world of that George Lucas created, and that is my favorite movie of the current. Yeah. Um, yeah. What is it? Twelve that they have out, including the. So that's my list. I'm not going to trash. I'm going to respect it. Respect a man's choices. Okay, okay. You keep that in mind when we're getting into my list in a few seconds here. Keep that in mind. Respecting a man's choices. Uh, I'm worried. No, that yeah, that's great, Sean. I dig it. I dig it. Thank you. That's my list. I still got. I still got to see some of these, or some of these I haven't seen. You haven't. I've seen most of them. Yeah. Oh yeah, a few good um, men you need to check out definitely. Okay, here we go. Top five. National Treasure, we already mentioned it. Yes. Top five. Ocean's Eleven, we also already mentioned it. Top okay. five. Nick Cage, well, Nash, for National Treasure, Nick Cage, just my, you know, he's a, he's like top three favorite actors. Him, Brad Pitt, and <laughs> Keanu. I have to think of the third, but I just love Nick Cage so much, so much. Uh, and it's his best performance. He's doing the treasure hunting thing. It's there's just so many good things about that movie. It's perfect. I, I'm always in the mood to watch National Treasure anytime, yep. wherever I am. Ocean's Eleven, like we said, great banter. Brad Pitt, George Clooney, just it's you know it's the original one. So yeah, always in the mood. After that, 
these are again are like I couldn't uh, the the order of these literally shifts day to day. Like I could give you a totally different order tomorrow than I'm giving right now. But after that, we have the Quiet Man, another a third John Wayne movie. This is uh, <laughs> okay. it's about John Wayne plays an American from Pittsburgh who goes back to represent. His, uh, the town of his heritage, uh, Innisfree in Ireland. And he, uh, tries to live a life, uh, of an anonymity amongst the, the, uh, village people there. And, uh, yeah, it's just sort of, um, a lot of drama and chaos and hilarity. There's just like an all time brawl at the end through the fields of Ireland. It's great. I cannot recommend it enough. Cannot recommend it enough. Quiet man. And then my top two, sort of, you know, very similar movies, both ensemble cast films. I have The Great Escape, mm. World War II film, Steve McQueen, James Garner, um, Richard Attenborough. You got to watch it. If you haven't seen it, you got to watch it. It's about a prisoner of, prisoners of war escaping and uh, just an all-timer, all-timer. Always in the mood for it. Great cast, great storyline, uh, great plot. And then above that, I know I know what's coming next. <laughs> he's ready for it. Above that, another Steve McQueen, The Magnificent Seven. Steve McQueen, Neil Brenner, my favorite things. Sharp lines, hanging out with the homies. Steve McQueen being cool, cowboys. It just you know everything I love, everything I look for in a movie. It's just all there. Always in the mood for it. It's about these seven gunslingers who band together to protect um protect the farm farm village and uh they initially do it for a fee and then they you know find themselves being getting you know more and more invested in the plight of these people and uh it's just great you gotta watch the original from the 70s um it's actually a remake of a film by akira kurosawa the seventh samurai um but the magnificent seven they remade it later on with uh Denzel and Chris Pratt and just sort of a garbage, you know, remake. But the 70s version with Steve McQueen and Yul Brenner is just top-notch, top-notch. So, Word. Love that movie. There we have That's it. That's a good one. Boys, We've zero, zero, zero three list overlaps. Dang. Not a single movie made all three lists. Dang. That's why we mesh. That's why it's not boring, because we all have bring different things to the table. I'm yep. surprised. Such, such varying interests. Such varying interests. I think this is a good exercise. This is interesting. We'll have to see um, as time goes on. We'll uh, if something makes its way onto your top twenty list, you'll have to we'll have to incorporate that into the actual pod and see what gets bumped. So does, does this you think eliminate the need to do? Is this a top twenty movie every time we review a movie? That's no, no. I think it's still we still got to do it because something might you know rewatching something might bump it or uh, a new movie might come out that we might review and might get something might get bumped so word i think it's, it's a valuable exercise cool this is definitely gonna be the longest episode of loose concept today some might say too long if you're listening to this to this point shouts to you you're a real one drop us a line and uh at loose concept pod at gmail.com and uh we'll personally send you a response <laughs> tell us tell us your list your top 20. yeah yeah tell us tell us your list uh you can berate me for whatever takes you may disagree with or whatever <laughs> but i stand by everything i've said and done guys 
happy to be on this journey with you. Same. This podcasting journey. Same. It's been fun. Love you guys. We can keep it going. We'll be back next week on Loose Concept for a, a brand new original episode with the original three trio homies. We're talking Mad Max Fury Road. Is that the one we decided to do? <laughs> yep. Yes. Yeah. I'd- Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> The Tom Hardy vehicle, literally, <laughs> literally, literal Tom Hardy's, Li- the literal Tom Hardy's Tom vehicle. Hardy vehicle. <laughs> In vehicles, so many vehicles. They race out to the Sh- desert. Shout out to the Pony Express for suggesting it. Yeah, word. Yes, shout out to Austin. the Pony. Yeah, shouts to the Pony Express for the suggestion. Um, everybody, thank you for listening. Send us, shoot us an email at, at looseconceptpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at Loose Concept Pod. Subscribe on Apple or Spotify. Rate, review, um, give us some stars or thumbs up or whatever. Like our Instagram posts. Share the pod with a friend that wants to hear bad movie takes. <laughs> and, uh, above all else, always keep it loose. Keep it loose. Keep it conceptual. I had a bad experience. Damn it. Do I really look like a guy with a man? You can't handle the truth. Next, he amazed me still further in Italy when he saved a fatherless beauty from the wood-bear ravishings of her dreadful Turkish uncle. How's the pie?